Hello and welcome to Z3 News. I'm James Bailey and today is Friday, July 10th, 2020. And today I'm sharing with you what I believe is one of the most important messages that I've ever shared. And that is because I believe we are now just 11 weeks from the start of a six-month series of events that I believe will transform the world as we know it. And that includes not just the world, but also the church, both the unrighteous and the righteous. A significant shift is right in front of us. In fact, it's already started. And in today's program, I'm going to primarily focus on the financial aspects of these events, even though this is way bigger than just financial But there's only so much that can be done in one program. But even though I'm primarily presenting the financial elements of it, and even though it involves a global financial collapse, I'm not calling it that. I'm calling it a severe six-month wake-up call coming soon. And the reason why I'm calling it that is because I'm calling attention to the root of the issue. Although money is involved and major money will be transferred during these days, this is ultimately not about money. And so anyone who thinks this is all about money has already missed the whole point because this is all about God's kingdom and transactions taking place between the righteous and the unrighteous. And that's because today we have multitudes in the valley of decision. Many have become lukewarm in their walk with God, and many others have backslidden completely and turned away from Him completely. And unless God intervened supernaturally, they would ultimately be spending eternity separated from Him, in a place of eternal torment. And so that is what is happening here. That's what this is all about. God is doing a shaking. God is bringing people to the point of decision. And those who decide to go all in with God are going to be more than okay. (laughs) Way better than just okay. Because God has given His promises to His people. And He's told us that those who dwell in the secret place of the Most High will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I cannot think of a better place to be than right there under His protection, under His provision, under His blessings, under His favor under His goodness and His kindness that takes away the fear of everything that comes upon the world. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Trouble is coming upon the world, but it will not come near the righteous. God has a supernatural place of protection for us. Hallelujah. Now, this six-month period that I've described is marked by God like bookends on either side by His Jewish holidays 
Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, marking the beginning of it in 2020, and Passover 2021, marking the end of it. And later in this program, I'm going to be showing the events on a calendar so you can see exactly what I'm talking about. And I have prepared an executive summary of the main points of what I believe is coming during this six-month time period. And the basis for these events, the basis for my belief in these events, is based on what God has shown me, as well as many reliable prophetic sources, including John Paul Jackson, David Wilkerson, and many others that I'll be sharing in this program. And I can say that I've never seen so many prophetic confirmations regarding major events with specific time elements included. And although the primary focus of this program is to show you video clips and audio clips from these different prophetic voices, specifically regarding the upcoming global financial collapse, I have included other events in my executive summary to just give you a very brief overview of what's ahead for the U.S. presidential elections and what God is doing in His church today. And if any of these things are stretching you to believe it, then I'd ask you to just please consider what has already happened so far this year. And that's why I stated earlier that the shifting has already started, but there is yet remaining this six-month window ahead. And if we just consider what's already happened, we've seen this scourge of fear shutting down the global economy called COVID-19, which all the evidence shows is nothing more serious than a common flu but yet it's been hyped up by the media, and I've already shared my thoughts on that in another podcast. And as a result of shutting down the economy, businesses have suffered severely, and over 40 million people have already lost their jobs. And the stock market has already experienced a 35% drop hitting bottom on March 23rd. It's currently being propped up artificially by the same people that have orchestrated all these events, including the upcoming events in the six months ahead. And according to data collected by Apartment List, July is the fourth month in a row of record high numbers of Americans being either late or completely missing their house payment. And consider that this is happening in a time when our federal government has sent out $1,200 payments to every taxpaying citizen. And the 40-plus million people unemployed are receiving, in addition to their normal state-funded unemployment compensation, they're also receiving a very generous additional $600 per week in federal government COVID relief funding, but those payments are scheduled to expire at the end of this month. 
which raises the question, what will happen to house payments then? Because record numbers of missed house payments leads to record numbers of foreclosures and evictions. And we've seen a long list of companies filing bankruptcy this year. Just in the past week, we learned of Brooks Brothers, and so they've been added to the list of many others that includes Latam Airlines, which is a $21 billion corporation based in Chile, Frontier Communications, a U.S.-based $17 billion corporation, J. Crew, Neiman Marcus, Gold's Gym, Hertz Rental Car, J.C. Penney, Pier One, Home Furniture, Lucky's Grocery Stores, and many others have already filed bankruptcy, and we're just getting started here. And as people lose their jobs and businesses go out of business, they're unable to make their payments on loans that are due to banks. And as a result, according to an article posted yesterday on ZeroHedge.com, we're seeing already a huge increase in bank credit losses over the previous year, 2019. And with all these events having already happened, you might think that everyone would know what's ahead, that they would already know that we're in big trouble. But unfortunately, there are voices out there spreading lies and confusion among God's people by telling them that everything's going to be fine and that the global cabal is coming down and righteousness is going to take over the world through this false doctrine of seven mountains, a bunch of garbage that completely contradicts the scriptures. This entire event that I'm presenting to you today is presented by the global cabal. They are doing these things to crush their opposition, to gain total control over all areas of life, all those seven mountains that are supposedly coming under the control of the righteous. There is a remnant army arising in these days, but it is not going to prevail over all the darkness of this world until the Lord Jesus Christ returns. Because it's already recorded in the scriptures that God has a plan that includes giving Satan his chance for 42 months to reign supreme in the global government, global economy, and global religion, and a whole world of people, everyone whose name is not written in the Lamb's book of life, will worship the beast. That's already recorded. It's set in stone, and it's coming soon. Everything that we're seeing unfolding before us today, including this upcoming six months, is all about preparing the way for the rise of that Antichrist beast system. Yet, we do not need to despair or be afraid because God has already told us all these things ahead of time, and the prophet Isaiah has already recorded them ahead of time, describing exactly what's coming upon the world in these days. Gross darkness is coming upon the people. But during that same time, the light of God is arising upon His people. The glory of God is going to manifest in and through us as a body of believers in ways that we have not seen before. 
And that's why Isaiah saw kings will be drawn to the righteous, seeking godly counsel. They'll know, they'll recognize the glory of God on us. They'll see the wisdom of God resting on us, and they'll be drawn to it like a light. And during that same time, Isaiah saw our sons and our daughters who have gone far astray are coming home. And so what's ahead is going to be the best of times and the worst of times at the same time. And now I want to share with you my executive summary is what I'm calling it, which is just a list, a bullet point list of the events coming during this six-month time period. And as I've already shared in my previous podcast, a big part of what's coming is summed up in one word, and that is chaos. America is descending into chaos during these six months. And if you want more confirmations and details on that, just listen to my previous podcast posted on Z3news.com. And all you have to do is click the link at the top of the screen to podcasts, and they'll all be found there. Now, the first thing that I want to point out is that God has already revealed that these events that are coming and all the events that have happened so far have been orchestrated in secret meetings behind closed doors hidden from the view of the American public. But our harlot politicians have sold us out. These things have been going on for decades. It's not something new. But yet God wants his people to know these things are an act of betrayal by our own leaders. So this is what you call an inside job brought to you by the same wicked harlots that have been scheming behind the scenes for hundreds of years. This is nothing new. These things have been going on for a long time using wars and major shifts in markets to gain more control and power for themselves. And in case you're wondering who I'm talking about, it's the same ones that it's been throughout history, the same ones who are recorded in the scriptures, as I've documented in my previous podcasts in great detail. I encourage you to go back and listen to those, because when you do, you'll discover It's the one the Bible calls the mother of all harlots, Mystery Babylon, which has operated under a variety of different alias names, including the Roman Empire, which later morphed into the Roman Catholic Church, which in the year 1814 came under the complete control of the most wicked militant order called the Society of Jesus which is better known as the Jesuits. They are masters of deception, and they've kept their schemes hidden from us by robbing us of the facts of history. But by digging into the facts and digging into the scriptures, we can expose them for everyone to see. And so, getting back to my summary of events, because there are many events coming during this six-month time period, And one of the main ones will be a return of the pandemic. But when it returns, according to many prophetic warnings, it's going to be 
more deadly than before. But it's unclear to me whether that is what's coming during this six-month period or if we're just going to get a greater number of people infected with the same virus that we had before. But in any case, that is one element that people have been seeing, a return of the pandemic. And so I just want to offer this word of warning because I believe part of the enemy's scheme against God's people is to ultimately blame these events on us. There's already been reports that Deborah Burks, who was appointed by President Trump as the director of their efforts to fight the coronavirus, that she's already been making outrageous statements claiming that the highest incidence of the virus is among the faith community, as if we're the troublemakers, we're the ones responsible for the spread of this thing. And so, even though all the data shows that this virus has been nothing more dangerous than the common flu, I believe they're going to try to turn the tables on anyone who's made such claims as that and anyone who's shown resistance to the vaccinations as the solution. They're going to try to blame those people, which is primarily Christian people, primarily conservative people who've expressed these kinds of concerns. They're going to try to spin it to where those people now look like it's their fault that this more severe virus is spreading. And so ultimately, their end goal in all these things is persecution of Christians. That's where all this is going. And the next point in my summary is a crash in the German economy is going to be the trigger event that gets this global financial collapse started. And there's many prophetic confirmations on that that I will be sharing with you. And there are also prophetic insights into the specific timing of that event, which I will be sharing in this program. And we have good reason to believe that the crash in Germany will specifically be a crash in their largest bank, which is called Deutsche Bank. It's the 21st largest bank in the world. Now, that has not, to my knowledge, been revealed prophetically, but if you just look at the news reports over the past years, Deutsche Bank has been identified as being in major trouble. Their stock price has already dropped dramatically. It was trading in 2007 at $135 per share. In March of this year, it dropped all the way down to $5 per share. It has bounced back up. More recently, as of today, I saw it was up to around $10, but still nowhere near where it had been. But Deutsche Bank is in big danger, big trouble, because they have an exposure to derivative financial products that, depending on which estimates you go by, it's somewhere between 30 and 50 times larger than the amount of their total assets. And so if these derivative products are crashing in prices, there's no way Deutsche Bank can avoid crashing because there's no way they have enough money to cover their outstanding risk. The estimates that I saw was somewhere between 46 and $72 trillion 
in exposure to derivatives, and all that against only $1.4 trillion in total assets. And you might recall that in 2008, the financial crisis was triggered by a crash in Lehman Brothers, but Deutsche Bank's assets are more than five times bigger than Lehman Brothers, and they have more than three times more employees, some 87,000 employees. But the big number, the big storyline here is the derivatives, because what happens is like a domino effect that begins with Deutsche Bank defaulting on their loans, but that immediately affects their creditors, which includes many financial institutions, and it's a direct hit on their strength as well. And so I believe that could be the trigger event that takes down Germany. As billionaire Warren Buffett once said, derivatives are weapons of mass destruction. I believe he's going to be proven right. Now, as soon as Germany crashes, we're going to see wild fluctuations in currency values around the world, specifically starting in Europe. And I've been shown prophetically in past years that the value of the Swiss franc is going to collapse and the franc and the euro are pegged to one another so they move together in the same direction by about the same amounts. And in fact, we do have specific prophetic insights showing that the euro is also going to collapse. And I'm not talking about losing 100% of their value. I was specifically shown several years ago that the value of the Swiss franc will drop to 1.35 francs per dollar. It's currently trading at about 94 cents per dollar. And because of the way that currency pair is paired, the devaluation of the franc causes the number to go higher because it takes more francs to purchase $1. So I'm looking for that uh, pair to go up, spike up quickly to 1.35, somewhere in that range, which is about a 40% devaluation in the franc. So if the euro uh, performs in a similar way, and is devalued about that amount, let's say 30 to 40%, it would drop from its current price, which is at $1.13 per euro. It would drop to about 70 to 80 cents per euro, and it will likely uh, fluctuate pretty wildly. So that's a general rough estimate. And like the franc, I believe the change in value of the Europe will be very fast. And what's going to happen is as those currencies collapse, it's going to cause the dollar index to skyrocket because the dollar index is based on a basket of currencies. And at the same time, investors are going to be seeking safe havens from this financial storm. And the dollar has traditionally been a safe haven. And so you could have investors all around the the world Uh, putting their money into dollars for safety. And so for a very brief time, we should see a very strong dollar. And again, what I'm doing here is just summarizing a whole 
lot of prophetic insights to give you an overview. And so the next major event after the crash in Germany is a default in a large South American country that would be either Brazil or Argentina. And soon afterwards comes a default announced by Mexico. And the default in Mexico comes two weeks after the crash in Germany. And so we have some very specific time targets. Now, when Mexico announces their default, it's going to cause U.S. banks to close for a bank holiday. And that's because they fear a run on the banks, which will actually already start happening before they declare the bank holiday. And because U.S. banks have extreme exposure to derivatives, almost as much as Deutsche Bank, some 20 to 30 times their assets, and that includes major U.S. banks, including Citigroup, J.P. Morgan Chase, Goldman Sachs, Bank of America, Morgan Stanley, and Wells Fargo. Now, the most extreme exposure among those that I just read is Goldman Sachs with over 50 times their asset value in derivatives. They have $51 trillion in derivatives exposure. And the strongest of those six that I just read is Wells Fargo, which has an exposure of about three or four times their assets. And so what's going to happen is the banks are going to have to declare a holiday. And when I say holiday, I'm not talking about the normal sense of the word, like the 4th of July or Christmas or Thanksgiving. We're talking about a shutdown in all banking services and not just their retail locations, but all online transactions as well. There will be no depositing, no withdrawals, no ATM machine access, no transactions of any type, no online bill payments can be sent. Funds are frozen for all accounts during this time, which means we won't have access to our money. If our money is in the bank, it's no longer our money until they decide to reopen and hopefully give it back to us. And what a lot of Americans don't realize yet is that the laws were changed several years ago so that depositors are no longer first in line when banks are struggling to survive, but they have been demoted to the level of investors so that depositors now incur the same level of risk as investors. And so investors understand that when they invest, their funds are at risk, but depositors have believed traditionally, historically have believed that our funds are secured, are safe. And that idea has been promoted by this little tiny FDIC, Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, which is so small that in the event of a financial collapse of the magnitude of what we're talking about here, they can't even begin to cover all the deposits that could be lost in such an event. They just don't have that level of reserves. And so 
depositors are going to find out in many cases the hard way that their money that they thought was safe was never safe. It's been at risk all these years and legally there will be no recourse, no action that can be taken to get your funds back other than what the bank decides to give back. And that's where there's going to be a big problem for the American people because this bank holiday is going to be declared and when the banks reopen, we're going to get the unpleasant news that the U.S. dollar has suddenly and dramatically been devalued so that it's worth approximately half of what it's worth today so that whatever money we had in the bank only has the purchasing power about 50% of what it had before. And that's assuming the bank uh, returns 100% of the money that was in our account. I don't know the details on how all that's going to play out, but we have no recourse legally to take any action because as depositors, our money is at risk. Our harlot legislators have sold us out and they've managed to keep things relatively quiet by burying these changes in the laws in legal documents that are in some cases thousands of pages long and the American people just aren't hearing about it. We've been like lambs being led to the slaughterhouse where these evil harlots have been scheming to steal the wealth of hard-working American people. And so the American people are going to be enraged, furious, when they find out what has happened to their hard-earned money. But they're not going to be alone because China is also going to be furious because China is the world's largest holder of U.S. dollar reserves. They hold 3.3 trillion U.S. dollars, and a 50% devaluation of the dollar will cost them $1.65 trillion. And I believe that's the reason why, when this event was shown to me in a dream back in 2014, I saw all the nations of the world gathered together in a large assembly hall, and I saw at each table was represented a different nation, and my view was focused on the United States table, where I saw all the representatives uh, on one side of the table, and it was a long table, but all of the representatives from the United States on that side of the table stood up. And when they took their stand, the representatives seated at all the other tables began to yell out angrily, telling those U.S. representatives to sit back down. But those men would not sit down. And the longer they stood, the more the nations yelled and the angrier they got. But then suddenly what happened was, Unseen people who were seated across from them on the other side of the United States table suddenly pushed the table and caused it to knock down all those men who were standing so that this long wooden table, this heavy wooden table, was uh, 
suddenly on top of those men, pinning them to the ground, flat on their backs. They were unable to get up. They were powerless to do anything about it. And when that happened, I saw across the other side of the hall the representatives from the Chinese table. They all stood up and they began yelling, We will declare war! They were so furious. And they all stomped out of the assembly hall and they left. And I believe that those men at the U.S. table represented the U.S. dollar. I had that dream on 7-7-14, July 7, 2014. And as you can see on this chart, this is the dollar index. It's tracked using the symbols DXY. And the dollar index, what happened was, from the day I had that dream, that dollar index began to soar. And by the time we got into the following year, 2015, the dollar index was up dramatically from where it had been in the previous years. And as you can see, it never came back down anywhere near the levels that it had been in previous years. It came down just a bit in 2018, but still nowhere near the level it had been previously. And then it turned right around and went back up again, all the way back up over 100 again. And as you can see, I've got highlighted with blue arrows the date that I received the dream on July 7th. And when I had that, I thought that Lord was showing me this thing was going to happen right away. And I've learned since then that that's just the way it is with a lot of these prophetic things. It seems like it's going to happen in the next five minutes, when in some cases it can be months or years or decades or even longer. Because there are many examples in the Bible where prophecies that were recorded thousands of years ago have not yet been fulfilled, but they will be. And so when this thing didn't happen in the next few weeks, by the time it got to October of 2014, I finally did what I should have done right from the start. I asked God to help me see when these things were coming. And when I asked him, he said, it will come next year in a time of increased tensions between the American people. And then once again, I completely misunderstood what he said because he said it will come next year. He didn't say it will all complete next year. He said it would come, it would arrive, and it did arrive in a big way. And you can see here in the chart, the steep rise in the dollar index fulfilled the first scene of my dream, with the men at the United States table standing up, and they refused to sit back down. And this has gone on now for five years which is about five years longer than I originally thought it would be. But one thing I have learned about the prophetic ministry is that there is an awful lot to learn about the prophetic ministry. Now, the dream continued, and in the next scene, I saw a financial product called FAZ, and it shot up like a rocket. And FAZ is a leveraged ETF that is designed to move in the opposite direction 
as the financial sector, and not only that, it's leveraged so that it moves three times faster than the financial sector. So in the event of a global financial collapse, FAZ would surely skyrocket, and that's exactly what I saw it doing. Now, the banking sector stocks have already taken a big hit so far this year. But based on what I saw in my dream and based on these events that are coming, I believe FAZ is going to skyrocket. And since I believe God showed me that in a dream, I take it as good news right now because what it's saying is, even though our financial system is going to take a big hit, this is not financial Armageddon. This is not the end of the road for our financial system. I think it might look like the end of the road when we get there, but I believe somehow we are going to get through it and the markets are going to continue to function. The banks will eventually reopen because I don't believe God would highlight a trade like that, a specific ETF, and show me it's going to skyrocket unless the system was going to be in operation and investors, traders, could get their money back from the trade. And the next point in my summary is a drop in the stock market that precedes the bank holiday. And what I'm expecting to see is stocks losing approximately half of their current value by the time that bank holiday is declared, which would be 13 weeks from today. And so what I'm describing is a double whammy with the American people getting pounded financially, first of all, in their investment accounts with the equity positions, and then in their bank accounts with the bank holiday and the 50% devaluation of the dollar. Meanwhile, the big-time investors and traders, they will not be hurt by this, but they will make a killing on the way down in equities. And then as equities hit bottom, they'll be exiting the banking system just in time because they have inside information the same kind of activities that the rest of us would be sent to prison for, but they have information where they're going to know the exact timing of the bank holiday and they will have their money moved out ahead of time. And so they'll be holding short positions and making huge profits as equities drop, which will essentially be a transfer of the wealth of the American people into the accounts of these crooks, and they're going to move their money into hard assets such as precious metals, silver and gold, and Bitcoin, because Bitcoin is not part of the financial system. It's based on the blockchain, a completely different system. And so, all the big money traders will move their money over into these other assets, which will cause their prices to skyrocket. And so, to get their next trade ready for that event, 
you'll see the prices of those assets dropping dramatically as we get to the bank holiday. And I think there might be a little bit more upside left in silver. I track silver more than gold, but they tend to move together. I think there might be a little bit more upside there. I'm waiting for that. But then I think there's going to be an opportunity to short silver, short gold, because these big-time traders are going to want to get in at rock-bottom prices. And so all those assets are going to be driven down to next to nothing. There's prophecy showing silver getting below $10. There's no dates on that, but it could very well be during this next 13 weeks. And silver was trading today a little above $19. I'm talking about spot silver. And so I'm looking for silver, gold, and Bitcoin to drop lower in the next 13 weeks to give these big traders their great entry price. And then as they exit the banking system and exit their short positions in equities, we should see the prices of metals and cryptocurrencies going way higher. Now, this sudden devaluation of the dollar is going to be shocking and dramatic, and it's going to be very inflationary as prices will effectively double on everything overnight. But it's not going to be the end of the inflationary cycle because God showed that to me in a separate dream. And I already mentioned that one in my previous podcast, but I saw my brother-in-law holding a silver coin, a silver dollar, and he said they keep trying to prop it up, but it just keeps going down, down, down. And other people have received similar prophetic insights showing phases of continued currency devaluation. And I'll be showing some of that in just a few minutes. And that brings me to the next point in my summary, and that is that leading the way in inflationary items will be food prices. Food is going to become extremely expensive, especially meat products. And the combination of higher food prices and devalued currencies and bank holidays, and unable to access money is all contributing to civil unrest, which will include rioting and looting, which will only make the situation that much worse because it causes disruptions in essential items such as food and fuel and many other items that we need in our daily lives, and consider that we have in America today 59 million people receiving monthly welfare payments, 19% of the total U.S. population, according to the Urban Institute, and consider that 62 million Americans depend on Medicaid for their medical care, a government-funded social program, and another 33 million Americans use food stamps every month. And the reason why I'm sharing those statistics is because imagine what would happen in the event 
of a banking holiday in the event of a U.S. government disruption in sending out their payments to all these people. It wouldn't take very long before people would be out in the streets demanding some kind of action being taken. And so, as I'll be sharing in just a few minutes, John Paul Jackson saw the rise of a Robin Hood mentality in which angry mobs of poor people would go into affluent neighborhoods and rob from the rich to give to the poor and think all along that everything they're doing is totally justified. Now, the next item on my list is the U.S. presidential election, which is way too much for me to get into here. So I'm going to be doing a separate podcast on that topic, but I wanted to bring it up here only because all these other events are directly connected to the election. There's a scheme underway to stir up chaos and confusion ahead of the election and afterwards, because these same evil culprits have been working for years to divide us against one another, and they're going to try to use this election to stir it up to a fever pitch to where we're ready to just start killing each other. And so that's why I just wanted to point out that all these financial events, it's not a coincidence that they're coinciding with the election. And based on several prophetic insights, I believe what we're going to see is an election that's scripted and orchestrated for the purpose of infuriating the most people. Whatever will outrage the most people is what's going to happen. And so that means outraging both sides of the political spectrum. And there are prophetic insights showing that the results will appear at first to go one way, but then it will be overturned, flip-flopped to go the other way, and it will ignite fury. But what I hope we can all see is that these things are designed on purpose to infuriate us. It is not what it appears to be. It is public opinion manipulation through scripted, orchestrated events that are not real. And I wish that we could all see that because if we could, we would know better than to take the bait. And if we refuse to take the bait, their schemes cannot prosper because they're counting on us. They're relying on us. They need us to kill each other, to do the dirty work for them. And so far, they've done an outstanding job of keeping the American public completely confused and in the dark and divided like we've never been divided before. And that's all I'm going to say for now about the election. My final point on my summary is that these events are much more than a financial collapse but it is also marking a moral collapse as this world is going into deeper darkness. But the good news is God is also raising up his righteous remnant at the very same time. God has seen these things 
way in advance and has been preparing his people for such a time as this. And so now I want to start sharing with you the specific prophetic words right from the sources from which I've heard them through video clips and audio clips so you can hear for yourself because it's all these different prophecies that have been the basis for everything that I've shared so far. And so the following is a series of video clips from the late John Paul Jackson in which he's sharing several different visions God has given him and news headlines that were shown to him revealing future events. And in the first clip, which was recorded in October of 2012, he makes reference to what he calls the perfect storm, which is a series of events that was shown to him in 2008. And in this short video clip, he explains that he's expecting to see all these things fulfilled by the year 2020. And he points out that regarding these newspaper headlines that he was shown, he was not shown the specific timing when they would be fulfilled. The reason I'm including them here is because these same events are being confirmed by other people for happening during this six-month window. And so here's a series of short video clips all recorded in 2011 and 2012. I don't, I'm not saying that the headlines I'm about to read to you are going to happen in the same time frame as the perfect storm by the year 2020. I, I don't know, so I can't tell you what I don't know. I'm just letting you know, here are headlines that I have read that came from heaven. Another headline, derivative panic hits global markets. Derivative panic hits global markets. So, too big to fail fails. Nations bank being pushed. And I don't know. I don't know how all this is going to happen. But because of certain bank failures, a national bank is going to be pushed. Too big to fail fails. Nations bank being pushed. I believe what's going to happen is they're going to nationalized Bank of America and it will change the entire banking system uh, in the United States perhaps in the world when that happens. It will set the precedent for the next phase of, of economic things. Another headline I saw that caused me great concern was simply this. It said big regulations hit small banks. Big regulations hit small banks. Um, another headline, Washington, D.C. riots. Washington, D.C. riots continue. That's all I saw. Washington, D.C. riots continue. And then I saw another headline that said, Chicago up in arms. And I believe that had to re refer to something of anger, maybe riots. I don't know. I don't want to suppose too much. I just see, sometimes I see headlines. I just I don't know what that headline means. Another headline I saw was, record set for number of cities with riot curfews. Record set for number of cities with riot curfews. Then I saw another separate headline that said this, martial law to be extended for 30 more days. 
And it wasn't just one city. It was more than one city. I can't remember what the cities were. You know, it's like one of those things where you remember it in, your, in the experience, but you don't remember it when you come out of it. So I don't remember what the cities were, but it simply said, martial law to be extended for 30 more days. It was this. It said, the new face of Robin Hood. Flash mobs loot rich neighborhoods. Flash mobs loot rich neighborhoods. Another headline. Food prices lead nations escalating inflation woes. Food prices lead nations escalating inflation woes. And then this one kind of, this headline kind of came just not that long after that, and it said this. Cisco and Kraft considers guards on delivery trucks as food nears 40% of the family budget. Cisco and Kraft considers guards on delivery trucks as food nears 40% of the family budget. And a little bit of what I remember reading, I, I didn't get to read much about it, but a little bit of what I remember reading had something to do with food was so expensive, people would, um, people would actually rob food trucks while they were, the driver would be in delivering the food into the store. They, they would uh, rob food trucks, not, and, it's, and they would lock, they tried locking the trucks with padlocks, so the driver had to come out and unpadlock the truck every time. But then they were also beating the truck driver and robbing the food truck, and also using some type of a, a torch or a saw or something that while the driver was in, then the, they had this lock mechanism that I guess was hard to get to, but they just cut a hole in the side of the truck. They just cut a hole in the side of the truck and went into the side of the truck through the metal of the truck and took the food out while the driver was delivering, delivering the food. So Cisco and Kraft apparently one day are going to consider guards on their delivery trucks. Another headline I saw was blight in grains spreading. Blight in grain spreading. There was, and, and it was like, there was almost... Um, you would think one blight was done and another blight would hit a different type of grain. More than one grain was affected. The Lord told me that there would be a pandemic that, that, that came, but the first one would prove to be little but fear, but the second one that comes would be serious. So there's a pandemic that is going to be coming. The financial issues are going to be are going to get much, much worse. Um, the euro is going to end up collapsing, and the dollar will not be far behind it. It'll be a matter of weeks uh, before the dollar ends up following suit with that. The anger will mount so much that we'll end up having martial law declared. And there's, there are six cities in the United States that, and there may be more than six, but I have seen six cities in the United States where martial law was declared, loss of life was taking place. So you see Detroit, you see Los Angeles, you see New York, you see Atlanta, you see here in Dallas, surprisingly. And then, and then uh, there's one other mystery city that I saw, but I don't know the name of the city. There's anger that is going to be erupting, violence is going to be on the streets, rich houses are going to be uh, neighborhoods are going to be invaded. If what the Robin Hood mentality of what's yours is mine is going to is going to spread, and and all you're going to be seeing in multi-million-dollar neighborhoods is chimneys left standing and burnt chars of the houses. Violence is going to become so so prevalent. The police forces will not be able to take care of it, and even the military forces will only be able to take care of it in 
the urban areas and not the rural areas. And even all urban areas won't be able to be taken care of. It will be so widespread. Okay, and confirming what John Paul Jackson saw, the late David Wilkerson received a vision in 1973 and wrote a book about it called The Vision. And in this vision, he saw many things coming in the future of America. For example, he saw churches allowing and tolerating homosexual lifestyles to be practiced among the people in their congregation and even ordaining people as ministers and leaders of their church who practiced homosexual lifestyles. He also saw the rise of a global false superchurch led by the Roman Catholic Pope and that it would be joined by many Protestant denominations. And I just did a podcast on that. It's exactly what has happened. To have seen that in 1973, though, is really remarkable. And he saw our food supplies coming under attack, ultimately leading to a famine coming upon the world. And we have been seeing exactly that, especially since this COVID-19 virus began. He saw many other things as well, including an increase in sexual immorality and violence in movies and TV programs. And if you go back to 1973, television programming and movies were very different back then, very tame compared to what we see now. He saw growing cultural acceptance for divorce and couples living together without being married. He saw legalization of marijuana. In 1973, that would have been unthinkable, but we can now check that one off the list as well. And he saw major media outlets showing increased hostility toward Christians. And we've certainly seen that from all the major social media, including Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and others. And I shared all those examples because David Wilkerson saw a coming global financial collapse, including many specific details, which he shares in the following audio message, which is a little over one minute in length. I saw a vision this past April, so frightening it staggered my mind. And for the past three months, I've tried to shake it off but I can't do it. I've only had two in my life. The first, 15 years ago, took me to the streets of New York, and every fact of that vision's been fulfilled. I've been terribly afraid to share this vision up till tonight for fear I'd be called a fanatic. But the same Holy Ghost that prompted me 12 years ago to share the story of the cross and switchblade has prompted me tonight to share this vision with you. This vision... I saw five terrible calamities coming to America and the world. First of all, a worldwide recession caused by economic confusion. Economic recession that's going to affect the lifestyle of every wage earner in the world. The world economists are going to be at loss to explain what's happening. It's going to start in Germany, spread to Japan, and finally to the United States. Large and trusted corporations are going to go bankrupt. Many churches are going to go into bankruptcy. And some missionary projects are going to flounder. And I was able to obtain more details about what David Wilkerson saw from another sermon that he preached 
but for that sermon I was not able to obtain the audio clip, so I'm going to have it read by my computer friend, Alex. And this clip is a little under three minutes. One nation, and I'm speaking prophetically, if I've ever heard anything from God in my life, I heard it. A European or North African or Eastern nation is going to default on its international loan, and when that happens within two weeks, Mexico is going to default. Mexico owes $100 billion, 80% of it to American banks, and here is what is going to happen. About two weeks after the first country goes bankrupt, we are going to survive that because most of that money is owed to European banks, German, Swiss and French banks. The second country is going to go down probably Argentina or Brazil and we will kind of lift that out and people will settle down and say, well maybe it's not going to hurt. But two weeks after the first country goes down, Mexico is going to default on $100 billion. And when the banks open the next day at 9am in the morning $15 billion an hour is going to be withdrawn from our American banks. They are going to be running our banks the Arabs, all the Latin American countries. They are going to be running our banks, and before the day is over the United States is going to have to declare a bank holiday. And we are going into six months of the worst hell America has ever seen. There is going to be chaos. Not even the National Guard is going to be able to quiet it down. We are going to have to call out the whole United States Army. Now I've had visions recently for I've been in New York City and I was in Macy's in vision and I say people walking around stunned because they couldn't get their money out the bank. Now I'm going to give you a word of advice. The first country that goes bankrupt, and I've documented this and I've got it sealed in an envelope and I'm going to call all my friends and I'm telling you, this is the first time I've said it in a public meeting like this, but the first country that bellies up you get every dime you have. Church get your money out of the bank because you've got two weeks because there's going to be a bank holiday and you won't be able to get a dime for six months. Now of course, there is going to be order restored, but the nation will never be like it is again. There is going to be fear like we've never known. Judgment is at the door. When I was at Macy's department store in a vision and I watched people walking around stunned, they didn't even know what to do. They didn't know what was happening. Then a bunch of young people walked into Macy's and suddenly went wild and began to steal. Within an hour everybody, I saw their spirit, everybody in that store, and they were robbing and stealing. They raped Macy's and destroyed all five floors of Macy's. It was raped and ruined in period of an hour or two. That is just the beginning. All right, and so David Wilkerson also recorded his vision in his book, and I was able to obtain a copy of that. And so the following is an excerpt from his book, and it's about six and a half minutes. The rioting and demonstrating, the looting and unrest of the 60s are now history. But the riots are not over. Another wave is coming. This time I see Puerto Ricans, Cubans, and Mexicans deeply involved. The coming economic confusion will ignite another round of demonstrations, riots, and civil disorder. Social aid programs are going to be cut back and curtailed, and minority groups are going to be affected the most. These cutbacks, 
along with the curtailment of many government projects, will cause widespread unemployment among these groups. I have never once believed that we have seen the end of violence and bloodshed and rioting in our streets. I abhor it and pray that God will spare us. But more than ever I am convinced that the worst is yet to come. Not only is the American dollar headed for deep trouble, but so are all other world currencies. I see total economic confusion striking Europe first and then affecting Japan, the United States, Canada, and all other nations shortly thereafter. It will affect the lifestyle of nearly every wage earner in America and around the world. Countries that now control huge amounts of Western currency are going to be in very deep trouble also. Arab countries will especially be hurt. Without a doubt, there are lean years ahead full of monetary confusion and despair. How soon is not clear, but it is not far away. The world's greatest economists will be at a loss to explain the confusion, and an international crisis of fear will develop. I believe we are going to witness the bankruptcies of some of this nation's major and most popular corporations. I see tremendous difficulty arising for credit corporations. There are going to be many people unable to pay off their heavy obligations to major credit card companies, causing near chaos. Thousands of small businesses will also be forced into bankruptcies. Three, and possibly four, of the major religious denominations will be forced to operate with a skeleton organization due to a lack of funds. More than a few churches are going to go bankrupt and a number of independent missionary societies and church organizations are going to have to pull back. All but a few of the radio and television ministries will have to be abandoned. The United States government is going to overreact to the confused economic development. I see a flurry of near-panic decisions being made by various government agencies, but these hasty efforts to shore up the economy will backfire. The President of the United States will make one, and possibly two, national radio and TV appearances to reassure the nation that all is well, and that the best of economic times is just ahead. It will not work. The auto industry is going to be hurt badly. Makers of recreational vehicles are going to get hit very hard. Appliance inventories will pile up, and sales will fall off drastically. Almost every economic indicator will be gloomy. It will be spotty at first, but will eventually affect nearly all industry. There will be a sudden rush to buy farms, ranches, and homes in the country. Thousands will attempt to flee from cities, hoping that a return to the land and nature will provide security. There will be a growing urge to get away from it all, and much money will be invested in land and acreage in rural areas by people who have secret dreams of raising their own food and cattle and of becoming self-supporting. The price of open rural land will continue to soar. Acreage within 100 miles of most major cities will skyrocket out of reach to all but syndicates. Unions will face new pressures not to strike. No longer will workers be able to afford to be out of work for even one week. The government is going to take a hard line against strikers, and striking union members will no longer be able to get food stamps and other benefits once allowed. Inflation will force a new crisis between labor and management, and strikes by union members in some areas will lead to a complete shutdown of plants and a total loss of jobs. Labor leaders are also going to be caught up in this wave of economic confusion. Many are going to be at a loss as to what action they should take. They will face an almost impossible situation because they will not be able to afford to strike. And yet, at the same time, they will not be able to afford not to strike. Long strikes could paralyze industry and add to growing economic confusion. The details are not clear to me, but I see terrible union problems ahead. Labor peace is just a dream and there is nothing but real trouble ahead. We may soon experience the most devastating strikes of all times. Gold prices are soaring, 
but those who are investing in this commodity, hoping to find security, are in for a tragic surprise. The price of gold is going to rise astronomically, but it will not be sustained over a long period of time. Silver will also become a very precious metal, and its price will go wild. But neither silver nor gold will offer real security. The fluctuating and uncertain value of gold and silver will be a part of the total picture of economic confusion that grips the world. Believe it or not, even gold will not hold its value. Gold hoarders are going to get hurt badly. This is one of the most significant predictions in this book. There will develop a call for revamping all world monetary systems into one uniform system. And even though the dollar will appear to be gaining strength just before the coming major recession, a new crisis will develop that will shake the entire financial world. It will be years before faith in the American dollar will be restored. Economic setbacks and confusion will catch many unprepared for the consequences. Suicide will follow. There will not be a repetition of scenes so familiar during the Great Depression when businessmen committed suicide by jumping from windows. Nor will they be putting guns to their heads and pulling the triggers. The new method will be suicide by overdoses from sleeping pills and other chemical sedatives. This trend is already developing and will get worse. Some very well-known people in the business world are going to commit suicide through overdoses of narcotics. Because so many wealthy businessmen have private physicians, the general public will not be informed about the manner of these accidental deaths. In many cases the cause of death will not be generally known, but suicide by overdose will become so widespread that hiding it will become impossible. Okay, thanks Alex. So David Wilkerson's vision was not limited to the start of the global financial collapse, but also included many events coming in the aftermath as our nation attempts to recover. But one of his most significant points, I think, is that the collapse begins in Germany. And I received an interesting confirmation of that word from a pastor back in 2015. And this came from Pastor Louis McGeorge, the associate pastor of New Promise Christian Fellowship and Phoenix House of Prayer. And in the email, Pastor McGeorge described the following dream to me. So here is a 20-second clip. In a dream, I was with some friends in Kansas City. They were redecorating their home, taking things off the wall in one of their back rooms and putting them on their wall in the main hallway. Then my old pastor came in and someone asked him, Pastor, tell us what you know. And he said, there will be a crash in Germany on the 25th. So this dream not only confirms that there is going to be a crash in Germany, but it also identifies the specific day of the month. Pastor McGeorge was not shown the month or the year, just the day, the 25th. But it's a very helpful clue because when we combine it with insights provided from others, which I'll be sharing momentarily, we can hone in on a very specific date. And here's another confirmation from Maurice Scalar, founder of Maurice Scalar Ministries. Maurice is a professional violinist and has a strong prophetic anointing. He shared the following prophetic warning on his website back in 2014. There is no stopping the next two crashes in the stock market. Unless America turns back to me in prayer, fasting, and repentance, 
Only my bride can lead them into this. The next economic plunge will reduce the wealth of America to half. This drop will cause great economic distress upon our nation. The church will be shaken and many will wake up spiritually and cry out to me. There will be also looting, rioting, and terrorism in our land. There is an even greater financial disaster that is falling upon Europe that will collapse the euro, cause panic and chaos there. Germany will refuse to prop up the euro anymore. Basic needs in the poor European nations will be threatened. Many will lose their money overnight as the stage is set for the financial takeover of the Antichrist system. This is imminent, and the dollar will also follow, although it will survive for a season more. The great revival will also begin. God has hidden his holy apostles and prophets for this present hour. There will be great outpourings of supernatural provision, miracles, and healing in various places. These areas will become cities of refuge and places of refuge for God's people. So in this word, Maurice has confirmed many key points, including an economic plunge that cuts the wealth of our nation in half. He also saw the euro crashing because Germany was unable to prop it up any longer. And so we see the same sequence revealed to David Wilkerson with Germany precipitating the crash in the rest of Europe. And he confirms that the dollar will follow shortly afterwards, but yet it will survive for a while longer. And that is again consistent with the idea that this crash is not the death of the dollar or the death of our financial system. And that point is also amplified by the fact that Maurice specifically saw two crashes ahead. The first, cutting the wealth of the nation in half, and the second, bankrupting the nation and bringing a final end to our financial system. And for that, he shared these added details in this short audio clip. The drop after that will cause the collapse of the entire economic system and will bankrupt the entire nation. The American dream will then become the American nightmare. And so I believe that added detail is a very helpful insight because it shows this next drop is not financial Armageddon. There is another one at a later date that I believe is still some years away. And since Germany plays such a key role in triggering this financial collapse, this next dream is very helpful because it reveals a prophetic event that precedes the crash in Germany, specifically a prophetic marker that was received in this dream by Michael Parrott. Now what's interesting too is Michael was born in Germany. And so back in January of 2015, he received this dream in which he saw a sudden drop in oil. And I'm not going to go into all the details of the dream, but basically what it showed was a sudden drop in oil precedes a sudden drop in Germany. And that is a very interesting prophetic marker to watch for because earlier this year, we saw a sudden, very sudden drop in oil prices. These are daily bars, 
for the price of light crude oil futures. And you can see on April 20th of this year, the price of oil just dropped straight down and it dropped to unprecedented lows, actually minus, minus $40 per barrel. And so this was a one-day plunge that fulfilled exactly what Michael was shown in his dream, and it sets the stage for the next part of his dream, the sudden crash in Germany. And I found more prophetic confirmations, this time from John Finn, founder of Church Without Walls International and SupernaturalHouseChurch.org. Back in 2017, John received an insight from the Lord in which he saw a banking holiday being declared in the United States. He specifically saw that it would begin on a Friday. He wasn't shown the year or the month in this particular vision, just the day of the week. Okay, so here's a short clip of John sharing that encounter. And so I was having a pity party, you know, that just sets the stage, to be real honest. I was just having a pity party, and I said, Father, at least, you know, I'd love to have a savings account. I'd like to have some money. You know, we've struggled with handicapped son and uh, everything else all our lives and being in ministry and, and such. And he responded, and I didn't expect him. He said, he said, why do you want to put your money in there? And immediately there was a vision before me, like a TV screen, and I saw a bank on like a... Uh, Thursday, I knew in the vision, I knew it was like a Thursday afternoon. It was a Thursday afternoon and people were going about their business normally. And then on Friday, I saw the bank closing early. And then on Saturday, and the, the scene just shifted kind of like a movie shifts uh, scenes. I saw people pounding at the door, glass doors, the banks were closed and they were pounding at the door and screaming, I want my money, I want my money. And then when the banks reopened Monday morning, the U.S. dollar was worth 50% of its value before it had closed on Friday that there was a government move to devalue the dollar. In December of 2019, John was shown a vision of two woes coming to the United States and to the global economy. And he was shown that the first one would ease up during the summer months, but then a second woe would begin in September and would continue until March. And so there you have the same specific window of time that was described by David Wilkerson. And in the following short video clip, John summarizes that sequence of events. But this is what he said. He said of the sickness, he said, and it will lessen towards summer. He said, one birth pang is past. And he said, you'll have relative peace uh, during the heat of the summer. He said, and then... He started talking September, October, November, December, and then into January, February, March. But there will be organized riots and organized turmoil, as well as spontaneous rioting and looting in, in places, uh, protesting the outcome of the election. And he said the last two months of the year will not be, the holiday season will not be happy ones for many people. And he said, and, and, and in January, he said, he said in some places, for some people, he said, even, uh, he said, there will be people who will have to choose between heating their home or eating. And uh, he said, it'll be a difficult time. He said, but you'll start to come out of it in February and March. And then he said, behold, the second birth pang has passed. And that clip was recorded just two days ago on July 8, 2020. And in another part of that same message, 
John shared more insights regarding the coming financial collapse, as shown in the following two-minute clip. He has told me, for instance, one time he, he said, when I was praying about it, he said, the, con the collapse will happen when conservatives are in charge. And I've often wondered that. I thought the collapse, and I've always taken that as economic. And um, in fact, the father showed me one time a, a vision uh, that involved the U.S. dollar being cut in half, that being worth, the banks being open and normal and then shutting down early on a Thursday or a Friday. And then on Saturday in the vision, I saw people pounding on the door wanting their money. And then Monday morning, the banks reopened and the U.S. dollar had been halved. It was worth 50% of what it had been before the weekend. Uh, there was a bank holiday that was called and then the, the value, the, the dollar was devalued. I saw all that and, and everything. And I always thought it was just strictly economic. And then, oh, a year and a half ago or so, he said, uh, he said, when the collapse comes, it will be as the waters of Madano Creek. And he started talking to me about the moral collapse in the country, that it wasn't just economic, that the moral collapse would happen um, as Madano Creek when conservatives are in charge. Now, Madano Creek is a creek in Colorado at the, uh, national, uh, at the national park called Sand, Sand Dunes, Great Sand Dunes National Park in Colorado. Madano Creek is fed by snowmelt, and it has a sand bottom to the creek. And it's one of only a couple places in the world where it happens because of the sand bottom. As the snowmelt comes down, the, there's an underwater dam that builds up. And then the volume of water becomes too great and that underwater dam collapses and a wave goes downstream. Not like a wave against the shore while you're standing on the side of the creek and the wave that way, but the, you can stand there on the side and you watch this wave go past you like a train. If you go in early May when this, or in late April when the snow melt is there, I've been there where it's nearly knocked me off my feet being you know, a foot and a half or so tall or a half a meter high. You know, you step out into that and here comes this wave and slams against you sideways. Uh, so when the Lord said to me, or when the Father said to me, he said, when the collapse comes, it will be as the waters of Madano Creek. I understood it will be, there will be a, something that happens behind the scenes under, under the view. And suddenly this collapse, this wave of filth and moral failure uh, will, will just sweep the nation. And so John was shown that this coming collapse will not be limited to the financial area, but will also be a moral collapse which he described as a wave of filth and moral failure sweeping the nation. And that is a profound insight because, first of all, it confirms what the prophet Isaiah saw that I mentioned earlier, but also it is directly the opposite of the garbage being presented by false prophets today about Christians effectively taking over all spheres of society and bringing an end to all the corruption in our land. That's just not the way it happens. It's not scriptural, and it's a false word giving false hope to countless numbers of Christians, and ultimately it will lead to disappointment and potentially shipwreck their faith. And John also shared another insight that I think is very important because he saw coming out of the events that are coming during this September to March period, he saw revival fires sweeping all across 
Europe in the form of house churches. And so again, another confirmation of what Isaiah saw at the same time, increasing darkness and increasing light. And here's a short video clip showing that testimony. But I said, what about our friends in Europe? We've got many who we love and many who love us in Europe. And he took his left hand and he said, he said look. And when he, he kind of went like that, and when he did that, he both uncovered, uh, uh, you know, like taking a tablecloth off of a cover or off of a table. And then at the same time, out from his hand went lots of lights, like somebody would strike a match and there'd be a little flame. There were flames all over Europe, from Ireland and, and Scotland over to the Ural Mountains around the Mediterranean, uh, the North Africa, the Middle East, and around all over Europe to the Nordics. Uh, just flames, just just people meeting in homes and, and relationship-based faith uh, beneath the radar, so to speak, uh, in the midst of, of darkness. So, And the final prophetic confirmation presented in this program comes from Pastor Dana Coverstone. Dana is the pastor of Living Word Fellowship in Burksville, Kentucky, and he received three prophetic dreams revealing events in 2020 starting with a dream in December of 2019 that revealed the events happening in the first half of 2020, and everything he saw in that dream has already been fulfilled. And then on June 22nd and June 23rd, he received two more dreams showing events coming in the second half of the year and beyond. And since I shared some of his testimony in my previous podcast, I'm just going to zero in on two specific things that he saw coming, which was, first, a banking crisis, and secondly, a devaluation of the currency that led to hyperinflation. And so here is a one-and-a-half-minute clip in which Pastor Dana shares those two insights. I saw banks, bank buildings, with the roofs being taken off. It looked almost like alien abduction because money was just flying through the roof into some type of like a vacuum cleaner. I know it sounds kind of strange, but I was watching wealth just being taken. I saw politicians in back rooms uh, making deals with people, pat, you know, patting people on the back and, and laughing and smiling and smirking. Uh, in this dream... Uh, we just had a yard sale to help fund a, a team going to, to Ecuador this next year. And we had a yard sale. And I had asked our secretary to get us some change for that, secretary, for, that, for that yard sale. So in the dream that I'm having, I walk to the bank. I walk into the bank to get some change. And on the door it says there's no change available. I saw the sign. It registered in my mind. But I walked on in. And the president of the local bank was at the teller station. And she had, she was going to be taking care of business. And I said, I need to get $10 and quarters for a yard sale. And she said, I'm sorry, but the U.S. Mint is no longer making currency or making change like pennies, nickels, dimes, quarters, half dollars. We're not doing that anymore. And I said, well, what do you mean? She said, they've stopped doing it. And I said, well, how are we going to be able to charge $1.50 for anything? And she said, prepare for hyperinflation and just charge $2.00. And then she said to me in the dream, oh, and by the way, $1 and $5 bills will follow soon after that. And then I heard those words, brace yourself. 
brace yourself, brace yourself. Now, I skipped some key parts of Dana Coverstone's testimony in this program because I already presented it in my previous program, but a key point is that he saw the months of September and November highlighted in his second dream. And when he saw the month of November presented on a calendar, he saw a fist hit the calendar and cause it to break into pieces. And so he received the impression that the level of trouble coming in November was significantly more than it had been previously. And I wanted to make those points because we're now getting into a discussion of the timing of these events. And so I think we need to take note of the fact that September and November were highlighted to him in the dream. And so what I've done is gone through all the various prophetic insights and attempted to pull together all the different clues regarding timing so that we can sort of map this thing out. But I have to admit that this is a flawed process from the beginning because we only see part of the picture. 1 Corinthians 13.9 tells us that. We only know in part. We only see in part. And so there are parts we don't see. And so by taking these pieces and trying to bring them together and map it out, we're making assumptions and we could easily be wrong. But since God is giving so many different people so many specific clues regarding timing, I don't think there's anything wrong with us trying to put it together. And so I think a good place to start is Dana Coverstone's testimony because his was so specific regarding timing and he specifically saw a banking crisis. And so we can just overlay that with some of these other insights, starting with Michael Parrott. He saw Germany crashing after oil prices crashed. We can check that off the list. We are in that time period when Germany could crash. John Finn saw banks closing early on a Friday to start a banking holiday. Pastor Louis McGeorge saw Germany crashing on the 25th. And David Wilkerson saw those two events were separated by two weeks, which means both the crash in Germany and the banking holiday both happen on a Friday. And by putting those clues together, we have a Friday, the 25th. And so I looked at the calendar over the next 12 months. There are only three times when the 25th day of the month is on a Friday. And those months are September 25th of 2020, December 25th of 2020, and June 25th of 2021. Now, December 25th is Christmas Day, so there are no banks open anyway on that day, nor are there any financial markets open on Christmas Day. There's no trading happening on that day. It wouldn't make sense for either of those events to happen on Christmas Day, so we can eliminate that one. And the June 25th date 
is so far beyond the dates that were highlighted to Dana Coverstone and the months that were highlighted to John Finn, which was September through March, that I think it's safe to say we can eliminate that one. And so that leaves only one possibility for the crash in Germany, and that would be Friday, September 25th, which is just 11 weeks from today. And so the banking holiday would then start two weeks later, two weeks after that, which would be Friday, October the 9th. And so I made a calendar showing these key dates circled in red. Then I also circled Tuesday, October 13th, because that would be the next business day following Friday, October 9th. Because Monday, October 12th, is Columbus Day, and so that is a three-day weekend. Now, that presents a little bit of a conflict, because in John Finn's testimony, he said when the banks reopened on Monday. But it's unclear, because you don't know whether he was specifically shown Monday, or if he's just assuming that it had to be Monday, since the bank had closed on Friday. And so I think that Tuesday, October 13th, remains a possibility, or the banks could actually stay closed for a week or two weeks or much longer. We don't know the exact timing. And the interpretation that John Finn gave could be just as right in that it seemed to him He went back, and it was Monday. Well, that could be a different Monday. Who knows? And the other date that I circled is Tuesday, November the 3rd, and that's because it's Election Day. And then I circled March 25th because it's exactly six months from September the 25th. So that completes the six-month period. Then I added to that the Jewish holidays circled in blue. And when I did that, I was amazed to see that the Jewish holidays were like two bookends on either end of this six-month period. Now, the Jewish holidays start at sunset and end at sunset, so I just circled the days where any part of the day was included. And as I mentioned earlier, that includes... Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur in 2020 to trigger the start of the six-month period, and Passover in 2021 to conclude it. And so if God wanted to put his trademark signature on these events to let us know that he's in total control, no matter how chaotic it seems, no matter how hopeless it appears, If he wanted his people to know that he's totally in control, he couldn't have done a better job than marking it precisely in between the Jewish holidays. And even though I can't say for sure that I know these are the right dates, I sure find it interesting the way it aligns with his calendar. Now, the other interesting thing about those dates is that historically, Major market crashes have often aligned with Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. 
those dates have repeatedly acted as triggers for market crashes. And here we are again looking at a repeat of history. And another interesting fact is that if these events align with this schedule as shown, it would be an exact repeat of the 2008 crash, which started in September and finally hit bottom in March of 2009. And what I find interesting about that is a friend of mine who prefers to remain anonymous received a prophetic word after the 2008 crash in which she was told it's going to repeat the fall. And it sure looks like it's about to do that. Except that this time, the magnitude will be far greater, as I was explaining before, due to the enormous amount of money tied up in derivatives. And so my conclusion after reviewing all these prophetic insights is that we are very close to a global financial collapse that will transform the world as we know it and we will never return to the way things were before, especially when it comes to putting our trust in banks or government. And as these dark clouds are now appearing on the horizon, I believe it would be wise to start stocking up on essential items like food and, as we've seen already this year, paper products, paper towels, toilet paper. Those items are likely to be scarce again, and there's really not any downside risk to stocking up on items that we know we'll eventually use. I have personally stocked up on a lot of low-cost food items like oatmeal and rice and canned beans and things like that that if I had to, I'd at least have some food to keep me alive. And I believe that God reveals these things to us so that we can make preparations and avoid much of the pain that we would otherwise endure. And even going beyond just avoiding pain, I believe God is showing His people ways to make profits through these events because these giant fluctuations in prices of the markets present opportunities for traders to make profits in ways that would not usually normally be available. And by doing so, we put ourselves in a position that we would be able to help others in a time when so many are going to be struggling financially. And so, unless something changes in the next 11 weeks to disprove this timeline that I've laid out, my plan is to trade these events accordingly. Well, I've covered all the points that I wanted to share with you, and so I'm going to stop here for today. If you found this information helpful, please share it with your friends and family members so others can get prepared too. And I look forward to being back with you again soon. So goodbye for now. 